0: Chinese state media The Global Times has published a string of op-eds blasting South Korea's president over his remarks on Taiwan. In an interview with Reuters, South Korean President Yoon sook yeol said that the Taiwan issue is a global issue and that he proposed any forceful unilateral changes to the status quo.
1: The Global Times then criticized Yoon in a series of editorials including one titled South Korean Diplomacy's National Dignity in Tatters over Taiwan Remarks. These attacks prompted a rare protest from South Korea's embassy in China. In a letter published last Friday, the embassy said that editorials used words so vulgar that they could not be repeated. It criticized the Global Times for its biased, sensationalist, and inflammatory language and expressed regret over its unreasonable and slanderous content. 14 women started reservist training on Monday for the first time in Taiwan's military history. The program will take place in Taoyuan's Bada district over a period of five days.
0: The women will complete the same training program as their male counterparts but will live in separate barracks. The Reserve Command plans to train 220 women reservists this year.
2: A welcome announcement plays at the check-in station, where service members are at the ready. For the first time in Taiwan history, female reservists are checking in for recall training. To bolster the nation's reserve forces, the defense ministry called up women for the first time.
3: I'm very nervous. I was just discharged last year. This is the first time that women are being called up, so I'm pretty nervous. It's a chance to return to life in the military and do my part for the country.
2: This first-of-its-kind recall training will take place over five days in Taoyuan's Bada district. The course will be the same as for male reservists, with some special arrangements made.
3: When considering the daily needs and care of our reservists, we address the needs of our female colleagues. For example, the women's barracks are entirely separated from the men's.
2: Fourteen reservists are participating in this historic call-up. The reserve command plans to train 220 women this year. Facing the China threat, Taiwan is broadening its reserve base to bolster its self-defense.
0: Indian TV station Weon recently put the spotlight on Taiwan's economy and tourism in a program titled Taiwan, the Heart of Asia.
1: The program also emphasized that it was the right time for Taiwan and India to sign a free trade agreement to further boost their trade relationship
2: an opportune time for India and Taiwan to explore the possibility of signing a free trade agreement.
0: I firmly believe the signing of an FTA will further decimate trade and investment barriers and accelerate bilateral trade and investment. It will also help attract Taiwan businessmen to invest in India. In
1: 2021, bilateral trade between Taiwan and India hit a new high of 7.7 billion U.S. dollars. Taiwan mainly exported petrochemical and electronic products to India while importing products including agricultural and industrial raw materials and semi-finished goods. The program states that Taiwan is home to more than 5,000 Indians. It said that as trade ties deepened between the two countries, Taiwan was increasingly becoming a popular destination for Indian tourists and business travelers. A plum rain front has brought respite for reservoirs around Taiwan delivering more than 16 million tons of water as of Monday morning. Even so, it wasn't enough to end the drought.
0: Another plum rain front is expected to approach on Saturday with its showers to ease by next Monday. Forecasters expect this upcoming round of rain to be lighter than the current one.
3: Plum rains beat down, making for soggy commutes but finally bringing relief to reservoirs. This
2: front is bringing significant rainfall to the western half of Taiwan and outlying islands, between 70 and 90 millimeters of accumulated rain. In central Taiwan, there is quite a lot of accumulated rain from localized showers, more than 100 millimeters. That's quite heavy rainfall.
3: From Tuesday to Friday, a high-pressure system is set to restore fair and sunny weather. But starting Saturday, a second plum rain front will sweep in, bringing downpours to central, northern and eastern Taiwan. Localized brief showers will last until next Monday.
2: Based on our data, it seems that the structure of the next front is not as established as this current one. We expect rains mostly in central, northern, and eastern Taiwan. There may be rainfall near mountains in the central and northern regions, in the catchment areas of reservoirs. Southern Taiwan won't get as much rain as it's getting with this front.
3: According to the Water Resources Agency, Taiwan's reservoirs gained 16.64 million tons of water between Sunday and Monday morning. Reservoirs in central Taiwan, such as Sun Moon Lake, Deji Reservoir, and Liu Lake, received the most water, surpassing 10 million tons. Over in the south, reservoirs received less than 2 million tons.
0: Did you know that Taiwan Water Corporation has a team of workers dedicated to rooting out leaks in water pipes? Uh, Southern Taiwan faces an omnipresent threat of drought. Every drop of water is invaluable.
1: And saving water is the goal for leak inspectors whose job is to hunt down problems in water pipes under the roads. But their vital work can look a bit eccentric from the outside and it often attracts suspicion. Let's meet the leak team and find out how they do their indispensable work.
2: The Taiwan Water Corporation inspector puts on his headphones and picks up his detector. It looks like a stethoscope. He pauses every couple of steps to listen to tiny noises in the ground, his ears open for any underground leaks. Any gurgles underground could be signs of water leaking, especially when there are jumps on this instrument as well. (laughs) Uh, After lots of checks, it's time for the team to look deeper. They make a small hole in the road and listen with a rod. They confirm the exact location of the issue and note it down. And then it's time to call in the construction workers to dig. The team has used this method to track down 285 leaks in just one
3: year. Last year, over the whole year, we managed to save 27,000 tons of water from many little leaks here and there. That's enough water for 70,000 people over one day.
2: There are seven water inspectors on the team at Taiwan Water Corporation's fifth branch. They often work at night to avoid the complications on the roads in daytime. But sometimes they attract suspicion as they wander to and fro outside houses, appearing to snoop around, and often find themselves being reported to the police.
3: If we work at night, most people don't really understand what we're doing, so they misunderstand and report us to the police. Sometimes drunk people come across us and want to get into arguments with us.
2: Southern Taiwan is facing a chronic threat of drought. Every drop of water is precious, and that's why the leak inspector's work is so important. Every leak they find means more water can be redirected to where it's needed.
1: Pancreatic cancer is one of the most difficult to detect types of cancer. Many patients don't realize they have it until it's too late. Today today we meet Ms. Guo, a pancreatic cancer survivor from Kaohsiung. She
0: took an irregular x-ray very seriously and took multiple tests until doctors found that a tumor that could have been lethal, but it was removed early and she had made a full recovery. Doctors say her case shows why regular testing is so important.
2: Because I was really scared when I heard the words pancreatic cancer.
3: When Miss Kuo from Kaohsiung took her husband to the hospital for a checkup, she decided to get one too. Then a two-centimeter-long shadow showed up on the x-ray of her left abdomen. An ultrasound didn't find any problems, so she got an abdominal CT scan, which detected pancreatic cancer.
2: There were some difficulties. As you could all see in the diagram before, the pancreas is behind the stomach and most of it is covered. But if you are slightly more slim, it might be okay. are visible. Of course, when we see something strange on the ultrasound, we schedule a CT scan as soon as possible.
3: Ms. Guo got her diagnosis in the early stages of the cancer before it spread to the lymphatic system. She had the tumor removed and didn't need chemotherapy. Doctors say that pancreatic cancer is asymptomatic in the early stages and abdominal ultrasounds often can't pick it up. So if you have long-term discomfort in the abdomen, advanced testing is recommended.
2: If you feel that you have discomfort in the stomach over the long term, especially in the upper abdomen near the stomach, of course, first, you can use a gastroscope to see if there's any problem or if you suddenly have a change in diabetes or you can't eat or your appetite is bad for no apparent reason then you must take care. In follow-up checks they ask if I have any discomfort. Occasionally I feel some soreness in my waist and it hurts a bit. It usually passes if I rest a while so really I can ignore it
3: doctors suggest that you get normal health checks as well as regular CT or NMR scans to increase the chances of detecting health risks in out-of-the-way spots like the pancreas.
1: Taiwan People's Party Chairman Ko Wen-je went to his party's headquarters on Monday to officially register for the 2024 presidential race. Reporters asked him about a potential coalition between his party and the KMT.
0: He responded that politics should not be about backroom deals. Let's hear from him.
3: How can we collaborate when our ideals and values are incompatible? Doing so would just be about divvying up power, which I do not believe is the essence of politics. While politics does have its mundane aspects, it also has an idealistic side. Of course, we want to unite all the forces that can be united, but we do not want to degenerate into carving up power in backroom deals.
0: Standing by his side during registration was his former deputy mayor, Huang Shanshan. Ku said that Huang was a strong contender for his running mate in 2024, but he said that talks were ongoing over his ticket and that he aimed to secure the broadest base of support. The Taiwan People's Party plans to nominate Ke for the presidential election next Wednesday, setting the stage for a three-way showdown. The Elite Bookstore is a cornerstone of Taiwan's cultural industry. Its 24-7 store is famous worldwide as the first ever bookstore to welcome hungry culture vultures at any hour of the day or night.
1: But running such a huge operation isn't easy even in the cultural metropolis of Taipei. Elite says it's looking to move to the Songshan Cultural and Creative Park from their current location in Xinyi District.
3: Customers peruse the shelves before sitting down to dive into a book. Elite opened its Dunnan store in 1999, the world's first 24 7 bookstore. In 2020, the Xingyi branch took over the 24 7 baton. But the owner of the building, Uni President Enterprises, has decided not to renew the contract with the bookstore. Elite Xingyi's days are numbered. <laughs>
2: Elite has announced that its next 24-7 branch will be at Songshan Cultural and Creative Park. Many people come to the park for sightseeing. It's also right next to the Taipei Dome.
3: Tenancies are stable and last a long time at Songshan with its build-operate-transfer business model. It's near Xinyi District, a major tourist destination. Currently, the park attracts 20,000 visitors each weekend. Nearby is the Taipei Dome, and Sogo Department Store plans to move in soon. All that means visitor numbers are forecast to boom, and elite will be there for them day and night.
2: The store here in Songshan is smaller. I wonder if they might not be able to provide enough spaces to sit and rest if they open 24-7.
3: This loyal patron has been shopping at Elite for 30 years. He thinks there might not be enough space here for all the books and relaxation areas we expect from the iconic 24-7 Elite. But the chair of Elite, Mercy Wu, says not to worry. The store will be remodeled before the end of the year.
2: My wife is from Taiwan. have lots of good memories visiting this store when they used to come to visit as children. We don't have that in the United
3: States. Not for a department store or bookstore.
2: We come back to visit Taiwan every year, to Taipei, and we always have to come here. I told my husband, We're going to a bookstore. And he said, Why would we want to do that? What's so special about it? But now he's been sitting down over there for several hours. We have the highest density of convenience stores in the whole world. Of course it is possible to maintain 24-7 operations as a comprehensive bookstore that truly cares about culture and about reading.
3: The elite store at Songshan will be given a huge makeover in readiness to take over the mantle of the 24-7 elite. The future of Taiwan's nocturnal literary culture hangs in the balance.
1: Taiwan's real estate market is booming. Prices for houses recently set new all-time records attracting many would-be investors to consider the industry. Today we meet real estate investor and advice columnist, Yen Bozhi.
0: Yen has been in real estate since a tender age of 24 and now has properties in all five of Taiwan's biggest cities. Let's hear how he got into the market and his story of making a career from property.
2: 38-year-old Yan Bozhi has been investing in real estate for 14 years. His property portfolio is worth over $10 million NT. His success today can be traced back to listening to his family members chat as a young man.
4: When the old folks got together, they'd always talk about one of two things. Oh, the price of those houses has shot up. I'd have bought one back in the day if I knew that was going to happen. Or, TSMC and Honhai. TSMC shares were so cheap back in the day, so I chose those two things to research.
2: Yen was determined not to become a 9 to 5 office worker. He knew that real estate investment rewards the early bird, so he set his goal to buy a house while still at university. He saved up money through tutoring and delivering food for 2 or 3 hours a day. He also used his delivery job to make contacts in various communities and businesses, building a network and learning about real estate in different areas.
4: When you're delivering meals, you hear the property managers talking about which houses are for sale, which owners are getting divorced. They might sell their house cheap.
2: At the age of 24, Yen bought his first property on Linson North Road for 2.5 million NT and his life as a landlord began.
4: There's lots of entertainment and leisure venues here, so the value of the property is lower. But you can charge a high rent for it. I bought it over 10 years ago for 2.5 million NT. A reasonable market price for it now would be 5 to 6 million NT. I earned back the investment years ago.
2: To make a profit on real estate, investors need to think about their target tenant demographics and the selling points of the property. The rate of return should be 3% or above. They also need to be very careful in selecting the property. Yen even hired a coder to write him a program so he could be the first to know when a property came on the market.
0: In Greater
4: Taipei these days, it's basically very hard to find something that will give you a 3% rate of return. The amount of capital you invest at the start will determine the potential for profit. It's not like there's a metro station here, so the price will rise. That's not guaranteed.
2: Having got into real estate so early, Yen knew to expand his portfolio and watch the value of the properties grow. So, he didn't invest all his funds at once, instead choosing to rely on a mortgage and investments from friends for 80% of the cost. Later, he sold the property and saw his profits soar. Since then, he's continued to expand the portfolio, from Taipei to New Taipei, Taichung, Tainan, and Kaohsiung. Now, he pockets a tidy 100,000 NT every month just from
1: rents Early summer is upon us, the season for one of Taiwan's most beloved flowers, the Easter lily. In Yunling Sihu Township, a flower grower has a garden of thousands of the native plant. He estimates that there are more than 60,000 individual lily plants growing on site.
0: Tourists are welcome to come stroll the meadow full of white blossoms and enjoy the gentle summer atmosphere. There's even a banyan tree which has been pruned in a very unusual way perfect for an Instagram-worthy selfie.
3: Easter lilies bloom in profusion, drawing tourists to Suhu Township in Yunling for a romantic photo shoot. A gentle scent pervades the air, as tens of thousands of lilies sway in the breeze. The old buildings here set off the field of lilies, creating a destination perfect for the whole family.
2: We realize it really is unexpectedly beautiful here. The whole family can really come, all ages can come here.
3: The garden's owner, Wu Jun Yu, first started buying the bulbs because his mother was so in love with the Easter lily. After planting them for several years, he realized that it was very hardy. The species is native to Taiwan, and the longer it grows here, the more it thrives, coming to the peak of its blooming season each year at Mother's Day.
2: The native species, Easter lily, is extremely hardy. The bulbs bloom every year before Mother's Day. The whole field full of lilies is beautiful and gives off a slight aroma.
3: A grand old banyan tree stands beside the lily field, pruned into the shape of a heart.
2: After the lilies have blossomed, I wanted to create another attraction, so I cut the banyan tree into a heart shape. It's now a place where people like to take photos. Everyone likes to take a heart photo underneath the heart tree.
3: The lilies are about halfway through their blooming right now. Wu says that they will bloom in greater and greater numbers as we approach Mother's Day, a perfect destination for a family day out.